When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hey, Jess. I'm doing fine. That That was sarcastic. That didn't sound sarcastic. What, do you not know what sarcastic means? <laughs> I would if you used the actual inflection, like, oh, doing doing fine. Um, it's just me being sarcastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like Joey, the queen of sarcasm. Like I really, oh, I really it's gonna be a struggle today, Sarah. It's gonna be a struggle to get to the Joey's This episode line. kind of blows. <laughs> the thing is, I have so many issues with this episode. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Um, first of all, forcing Audrey to make out with Oliver is honestly a crime against humanity. <laughs> um, it's a crime for all mouthy blondes everywhere. Truly. Um, but yeah, the Joey, uh, the Joey and the professor storyline, I really can't, but let's, let's talk about the headline. Let's, let's, I mean, well, actually first, headline? how are you? How is, how is life? How's things? Uh, I mean, really, I mean, I wasn't actually, like, I'm fine. Like, I okay. wasn't actually being that. Like, I mean, what is there to say? It's January, notoriously the worst month of the year. Yeah. Statistically bad. So. Statistically so. I, you know, I once did this really big think project about, uh, I, I put out to the universe, what's the worst month of the year? A poll in the Lady Gang uh facebook group this was yeah. years ago and january was voted the worst month of i the could year. see why if if you live in the northeast i especially can see why because it's cold 
and mm-hmm. it's dark all the time and it's not like we have the christmas lights to illuminate our depression sure it's just sad all the time right yeah um and i also think there's the pressures of like oh new year new me type thing exactly. which exactly you can make a resolution any time of the year it doesn't have to be new year's you could do whatever you want mm-hmm. um yeah i could see how january would be and you're like oh back to work after the holidays like ugh I see it. I see it. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. Um. I actually have like a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you think that I should delete TikTok? Um. Well, you, okay. Think... So right now you have like restrictions on your phone for how long you can be on it, right? Yeah, but I just override them. Oh my god. Okay. Well, how much time do you spend on TikTok? Like probably unlimitless time on TikTok. Then maybe you should try to either limit yourself or go cold turkey for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't find TikTok that engaging where I spend hours and hours and hours on it. I really don't. I just scroll and scroll and scroll. I find that it gives me the same garbage every day. Like, literally, Mm. I've seen the same TikToks multiple times. And I'm like, bitch, I've seen this. Why are you giving it to me again? Yeah, I don't know. Do you know who Alex Earl is? I have no idea. Okay, so she's kind of the new it girl of TikTok. Like, she's like the girl. And she's this... um, gorgeous blonde girl uh from originally from new jersey but then she went to i think the university of miami for college and that's where she's now and she used to date a professional mbl player but she broke up with him you mean mlb sure she broke (laughs) up with him because he wouldn't post her on his socials and she's like i'm better than this i don't need this and she's like the number one influencer in the world right now like people are obsessed with her Yeah, I definitely think you need to delete TikTok. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just trying to get you. You are so... Okay, okay. So this this is the other thing that I have to say is that I feel like I am so more in tap with the younger generation. There's no question that you are. And I feel as though if I lose TikTok, then I'm going to not be as in touch. And then I'm going to sound like you. Yeah, okay. All right. As if that's a bad thing. Listen, you never know anything. I recognize that I am a 31-year-old lady who doesn't need to know what the kids know. You're still watching freaking YouTube videos from 2017. I love YouTube. Leave me alone. Do I watch Jenna Marbles repeatedly? Yes, because you know what? She brings me joy, as do her adorable dogs and her wonderful now husband, Julian. Sure. Uh, uh, no one they're not listening I mean, to this but it was I'm so great happy for them. it was great but it was great back in 2017 it's still great now them. it is still you know why it's great yeah. now can i tell why you why that? it's had a revitalization in my life why is that i am now the age that jenna is in a lot of the videos uh-huh. i'm watching and i feel very seen when she's like i'm just gonna do a random art project because it's gonna bring me joy and i'm like you know what jenna you do How, you girl. Uh, was she is she like an 87 1987 i think she's a little older than that i want to say i think she's i think by now she's probably like 35 maybe is what i would assume uh how old (laughs) i gotta tell you that's 1987 that's how she's 36 she's an 86 baby 86 okay yeah because i was trying to be like oh when i was watching it I was a couple years younger than her. I'm uh, three years younger than her. Yeah. No, I just, I connect with her on a deep level, especially because, okay, like let's, uh, this is going to, who cares? No one's going to listen to this. It's fine. The thing is, um, Jenna 
like was always just herself. Like she wasn't trying to be anybody else. Like she wasn't, yeah. she, her hair was dirty and messy and she would do like, she would cut her hair when she probably shouldn't be doing it. She yeah. would do things at home that people would spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. And I find that relatable because I you know what? She is your spirit animal because I think yeah. that that's the attitude that you want to go into life as. That is the exact attitude I want. I don't need yeah. to like spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on silly things that I'm going to try to do it my myself and i appreciate that energy and i think we that was a good we, impression of her thank you uh we connect on a spiritual level and so yeah i would say that tiktok um is probably fine unless you're unhealthful unhealthily addicted to it uh, i might be crossing that territory maybe you just need to like i mean okay you read you've been you're on this like book journey yeah. of what about book talk are you on book talk yeah I'm, i i i grace book talk yeah can I tell you that when I went to Barnes and Noble the other day, they had a whole like little table that yeah. had like a little sign that said hashtag book talk. Yeah, I know that because I've seen it on TikTok. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I went into a store and I saw it in person. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, They're closing all the Barnes and Nobles by me. But yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we yeah. went in. We went in. But like uh, I finished my book first book of the year. You read it? I read it. When? Um, This past week. When did you have time to read your book? This is my this is my new try. I'm not again. I'm not making a New Year's resolution. This is not that. It is that I am trying to before I go to bed. I am trying to just sit and read. Like I'm not putting a limit on it, but like let's say thirty pages or something like that, just to like make some kind of a dent in my. Because usually when you read that much, then you're kind of getting sucked in anyway, and you want to read more. Right. Um, but yeah, I've been reading before bed, and I find and the the book itself absolutely adorable and it was just so um it was just so pleasant that it would put me in such a good mood before bed oh that's so nice yeah what's the book called i knew you're gonna ask me that and i can't remember the name of it <laughs> <laughs> well you can't just talk about a book and just be like oh. no. i'm uh halfway through a court of mist and fury which is a uh, a uh, akotar a uh, Court of Thorns and Roses book, a Sarah J. Mass book. I don't know. Oh, it's I like, like I don't know what you're talking about. It's like some it's like a fantasy, which is not really my genre, but uh a lot of people like it. So I've been renting it from the library. It's a 624 page book. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a chunker. That's a big book. It's a chunker. And the next one is only bigger. Oh, I found okay, I found the title by Googling a bunch of uh of words to find it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is called How to Excavate a Heart. Oh. It is absolutely adorable. It is a, um, if you like young adult novels, if you like rom-coms, um, it's, it's also queer and Jewish. So oh. it ticks a lot of these boxes and it's not unlike anything I've ever read. And I think it came out in the past like year. Like it's 2022. Mm -hmm. Like it's very, very recent. Um, it's absolutely adorable. Uh, and, uh, Jake, my Arlo is the, uh, author. Um, Are you going to, uh, proceed with reading a new book next? Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of want to, I haven't decided yet if I want to go to the library or if I want to just go to like a, um, a used bookstore because how I ended up with this book in the first place was Will and I went to Barnes Noble and we had a little game where, each person had 15 minutes to find the other person a book and you could only shop. There was like a 50% off hard covers sale. Mm -hmm. So you had to shop within that parameter. And we gave each other like little, and you know, we know what each other likes, but 
Um, and he got me this book because on the front cover, there are two women walking in the snow with a corgi who's wearing booties and a little jacket. Adorable. And it's so cute. Um, but yeah, I plan on uh, I plan on getting another book at some point. I'm, really- I'm a big library person these days. You love a library. Yeah, I'm always that's where I'm getting most of my books these days, even though I have hundreds of books at home. And it's because there's a nice little time limit that I have to adhere to. What do you mean so, a time limit? Well, I Oh, like you have to return the book I have to a return certain... the book. So it's like yeah. I know I have to read this book by a certain day. So I can't just That's fair. Dally. That's fair. Yeah, I am um, I'm thinking about my next book being I told you about this book. It's called Dear Edward. Um, yes. by Anne Napolitano. I so sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, because it's being turned into a show. And so I really want to read it. I had the audiobook, but I've been struggling to get through audiobooks. I can't exactly explain why. I find it a lot easier when like I'm sitting and physically I have to physically be focused mm. on the book. So I might um I might get that book. Is next. listening media dead? No, definitely. I mean, hopefully not. We're a podcast. <laughs> uh, I just not specifically... me like leading you into that question. Yeah. I no, I just I found myself uh difficult to concentrate for me sometimes. So mm. um yeah. anyway, the moving on from that. Sleep. Uh it's like not us. that I just Do I you just think that anybody's listening. listening to us while they're falling asleap. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we're so boring. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, I, honestly, I would take it as a compliment if so, because I'm so loud. Oh, I don't know how anybody would ever fall asleep well, to my voice. Just, just fall into the sleep pattern. <laughs> Think about clouds and sheep. Just and sheep. connect with the cool ocean breeze. Let your eyelids fall down. <laughs> Well, now they're awake because of that. Now they're awake. Um, that's fine. You know what? Wake up. It's time to talk about guerrilla filmmaking. Season five, episode 14 yeah. of Dawson's Creek. Sure, if you want. Well, we ha- we can't like we can't wait. It's 12 minutes in. We gotta at least talk about this. <laughs> it's just a banter pod. Uh why not? Um, so we start off. Audrey and Oliver are like, they're in the they're filming this in the dorm room, and they're filming this scene where like Audrey has to like pour a shot. And uh, Oliver's character is some kind of con artist. And Audrey, so they kiss, but then Audrey is just like, I can't do this. This is ridiculous. Um, And she says, like, she tries to tell Dawson, this doesn't make any sense. If I were a girl trying to seduce a boy, uh, I would never let him know how much I want him. Never, ever, because that's when they lose interest. Oh, okay. Good tips from Audrey on how to keep a guy. I don't know. I don't know how to, I mean, keep a guy, get a guy, keep a guy. I think I can do. Yeah. Get like, a guy. I, I don't know if I could get that guy. I mean, I don't know that this holds up in terms of like the world now. I would say like at playing the time games. she's probably right. I don't know. It's playing games. I think that people still play games. People still play a lot of games. I feel like it, the, the new trend is just to be honest. No, no I don't think so. Oh, you don't know. You're not connected with the kids. I'm really not. Um, but Dawson says we get this whole, um, this feels very friends esque. He's like, remember, she knows that he knows that she knows what kind of man it is. And so if he knows that she knows that she knows that he knows, see what I'm getting at? It feels very friends-ish. Yeah, exactly. I remember that was a that was a very funny episode of Friends. So good. So much better than this episode of Dawson's Creek. 
Uh, and then uh, they just continue. Ooh, Pacey's the boom operator, but he's a very bad boom operator because you keep seeing the peak of the boom. I know. I, you know what was funny is when we, like the show started, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's not going to be good. And then, of course, it's Pacey and he's getting yelled Pacey's at. Pacey's a slacker. But holding up a big stick is really it's, heavy. That's what I'm seeing. I don't understand. Like, why don't they have some kind of apparatus that yeah. straps to his body so that the weight can be distributed like across his body versus just on his arms i really mm-hmm. don't know but i mean i remember when i went to film school they had boom operators i think that's a really good question it seems very arconic yeah arconic. archaic <laughs> i'm just gonna let arconic slip <laughs> archaic uh yeah so i don't know we get to see dawson in action as a director that's the point of all Mm -hmm. of this oliver's whole script kind of blows or it's good i don't really know but (laughs) honestly i think it's pretty trashy um it seems pretty bad but it's uh, good enough for dawson to take an interest in it it is um but we i get to you know one of my favorite okay one of my only things that i liked about this episode Jen as the the marker girl. Oh, she is so excited. She loves doing it. She yeah. loves it. She <laughs> loves the little clapboard. I, it was so cute. She was so excited about it. Although, Jen, mm-hmm. when you're in a dorm room, you really don't need the megaphone, girl. Like, you, you don't need it. <laughs> just I have clapped a, uh, a clapboard, but I've never gotten to speak through a megaphone. Um, I don't think I've done either. Yeah, well, I would you like don't need a megaphone. a megaphone. I would no, be terrified. No, there are times when, like, if you ever go to a work meeting and like people have to stand up at the front and talk, I'm like, seriously, it's not hard to like project. Project, you know, yeah. like I can project in my sleep. I just don't understand how people have it. So anyway, um, then we're in Wilder's class, and like this is post Joey and Wilder kiss. And so he's talking about, like, what makes life intense and, like, your desires versus your ideals, your head versus your heart. And Joey decides, oh, I have an example. Um, It's about a guy. And then the bell rings. And I'm like, Joey, were you about to talk about your fucking professor right in front of him, in front of the whole fucking class, Joey? I think this is genius. I think that this is how you're subtle. And people will never figure out what you're up to. If you are so obvious about what's going on that you just lay it out in front of everybody. Because then people are like, oh, there's no way this is actually happening. Because then she wouldn't say it. So this is it. Hiding in plain sight. Genius. A genius move by Joey Potter. Um... I hate this whole storyline. It should not be surprised anybody. First of all, I don't know what the fuck they think they're doing with Joey this up this season. I don't know. This is she took the happy pills that Jen had a couple of episodes. Truly, ago. I don't know what's going she's on with her. All around fucking town, she is. She is like Giddy. she's feeling a certain way, and so yeah. she goes to try to talk to Wilder, but then he's being like very sarcastic and like. And then he says, like, he apologizes. He says he's a creep and he's robbed her of her innocence. Um, And I don't like, this is something I really don't like that he does. He constantly interrupts her and, like, completes her sentences. I don't like that. Uh, Yeah. Wilder sucks. And it's kind of what I said a couple of episodes. At this point, she fully 
just worships him and the ground that he walks on. Yeah. So anything that he does, anything that he says, she's just like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. You're so yeah. smart. And he loves it because who doesn't like their ego stroked? No, and- I think like this, there's a reason that this is a like common, uh, not even a trope, but like a common thing that happens where you have like the person who is very like knowledgeable and of higher status and then like their pupil falls in love with them because mm-hmm. it's very like i mean to be fair wilder feels like unsuccessful in my opinion <laughs> i mean i know he works for like a prestigious college but like he said his himself that the book he wrote was crap like does well he, has he written anything else i don't know is it the old tried and true if you can't do it then teach yeah i maybe but this is like such a popular thing where you just uh people of a certain like a younger age like idolize these people yeah. and then they like i mean it happens it happens yeah. it happens when people fall in love with their teachers or their uh or leaders or their bosses or yeah. whatever it happens all the time and yeah. it's because i think that i don't know like I think that intelligence is something that I am attracted to. And if I perceive somebody as knowledgeable or talented, then I think that there is a way for people to fall in love with that. I think that it is common, especially for people in their 20s, to fall in love with the person that or fall and crush with the people they are not supposed to be. But these are the lessons that you learn in your 20s not to do. These are not the ad- obtainable guys. Yeah, these are definitely lessons for people in their 20s. I totally yeah. agree with that. Like, these are the things where you're like, oops, made that mistake. Um, yeah. And I feel like Joey's going to have that realization at some point of like, oops, yeah. made that mistake. So I don't hate that she's learning the lesson, but obviously Wilder is trash and he... Yeah is loving that his ego is being stroked and exactly it's kind of he's saying all the right things oh i'm creepy like i'm inappropriate like i'm going to get arrested but he's still spending one-on-one time alone with joey constantly it very much is like a not not a half measure but very much like a oh i'm gonna say that i know this is wrong but i'm gonna do it anyway um and so so yeah so joey has stuff to say to him but she can't the pressure's on and she needs to like think about it so she leaves then we're at civilization (laughs) pc's there making an omelet audrey comes in and she's just like uh did you sleep here like that's not okay He's, he's a little homeless right now yeah and i love audrey with the audacity of just like hey can i have that omelet (laughs) (laughs) well who else would you be making it for yourself you don't need that omelet uh and apparently it's for another girl that he brought in and canoodled with yeah at civilization it's so funny because she's like she comes in and he calls her gina and her name is rena and Audrey straight up throws him under the bus of like, mm, no, you definitely a girl's said girl for sure. A yeah. girl's girl. That's my girl, Audrey. She does not <laughs> like the misogyny of it. So uh, Rena leaves. But honestly, Rena is a stupid name and nobody's named Rena. And I think that Gina is a better name anyway. So Gina, <laughs> see you later. It is pretty bad that Pacey doesn't know this girl's first name. Well, I mean, Rena's not a name. That's the thing. Did but you then- like how um did you like how when 
uh, Rena is leaving. She says, "Hasn't I have a nice life, Stacy?" Yeah, Rena really got it in there. Oh she my did. god, she. I mean, Pacey got it annihilated. In too. Pacey in that moment. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> this episode is so fucking dumb. It is. It's so dumb. Yeah. But then, Wait, of course, like, where is all these girls coming from that Pacey's getting with? Like Pacey. you don't think pacey has the charm but no i never said that he didn't have charm okay because i will specifically say there's a moment after rena leaves yeah where pacey is like well fine now you can have the omelet then and so he gives the omelet to audrey and they have this like cute little like smiley situation and again, my heart just flutters. I just, Joshua Jackson is so freaking cute. I can't. Like, he's so charming. He's so, so, so charming. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's offering free omelets. So, I love what could be omelet. better. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Thank God we're almost done talking about this frat house because we were like, oh, the frat house situation's over. No, no, wrong. Oh, well, it only is. has to get worse. So, uh, Jack is trying to be friends with Eric and they're going to play Madden 2020 or whatever. And is there anything else to say about this in this moment? I love how Madden 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what year 2021? Yeah. Basically, uh, like he's trying to like make it up with the guys, but he's not sure how to do it. And he's like, I don't know how to apologize now, but like Eric is staying behind anyway. So they're going to, they're going to hang out. Um, I have a question quickly because I don't want to harp on this. Is men playing sports in a video game the most stupid thing to do ever? (laughs) Because honestly, (laughs) why won't you just go and play the video game or go and play the actual sport? Why are you playing the video? I will say the video game. I've played like a football video game before. It can be Madden is. I mostly just smash the buttons um my husband has played like a baseball video game i will say i don't get the appeal i don't get it but i also it's don't like so sports stupid. so because fifa you know. fifa is like one of the most popular video games why are you bitches playing fifa like go outside and kick a ball what the fuck you sound like a grandpa like all those little kids need to get off of their video games and but go it's play like outside 30 year old men playing fifa <laughs> They're not 30. They're 20. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Like, go outside and just, like, I understand, like, Grand Theft Auto. Because I'm not going to go outside ever and steal cars, right? Like, I'm never going to do that. Right. But I could kick a football around. Um. Okay. You Wait, you're going to kick a football around? Football. Oh, oh, soccer. Yeah, football. That's what you yeah. meant to say is certainly football. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I don't get the appeal. But again, I don't know that I'm the audience they're catering towards. So I guess so. Men, um, explain yourselves. Why, why play a video game of sport when you can just go out and play sport? Yeah, play sport. Yep. Uh, Dawson is up in his cold attic editing this film yeah um and uh it's not good dawson says it's really bad the ending doesn't work we only have 12 hours to rewrite it uh because the lights we were going to use were only rented until tomorrow morning and dawson says that oliver is without a doubt the most pathetic excuse for a thespian that's ever been jack and grams have more sexual chemistry than these two 
just <laughs> annihilate Oliver, just so drag rough. him to the ground. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Not everybody has the talent of being an actor, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Oliver sucks. Like, I feel like if you've written it, it's really hard to, like, be uh, not not all writers should be actors yeah um exactly and this is exactly what i am learning today because dawson not a good writer never was right he's a very good director very good director he's a great director but he should never write another script for the rest of his life don't touch it don't touch it yeah he's an excellent director though i feel like he you know what it is is he's like very good at connecting with people yes and letting them feel heard and like understood and i also think he has a way of like having conversations with people that puts them at ease yes and the vision especially yeah because then he oliver comes up and apparently he fucking slept there i'm like is this guy living here now what is all for doing? Graham's house is basically a safe haven for um, stupid teens. I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, and uh, and Dawson says, "Listen, you're not the right actor for this role." And Oliver's like, "Well, you're wrong." Um, but I, I like I gotta give a little bit of credit to Oliver. Like he says, Dawson, you're the director. And if this is going to get done, then you need to have final decision, including casting. Well, there and you go. I was like, wow, that's honestly impressive. I'm sure. I sure expect this from Look Oliver. Look at that. Oliver's not that bad. Everything no. that we just said five minutes ago is wrong. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, let me tell you when this originally, so this, this, they're saying like, oh, we need a new actor. Um, we have to repart- cast the part today. somebody who is sexy charismatic and attractive Mm -hmm. and i was like okay let's like let's flashback to season three of dawson's creek sure i think it's season three one pacey witter is Mm -hmm. cast in a play a school play does amazingly well a very good job very charismatic very funny very attractive has a little bit of like machismo when he wants to and guess what? He's your fucking boom operator, and he's right there. I yeah. thought they were going to cast Pacey. I did think that they were going to cast Pacey, uh, especially because of the preview photo that this episode had. Um, which uh, is by the way, so spoilery. Oh my god, I have to stop trying. To, I it's so bad. I need to stop looking at the photos. But he's like, you it's can't really even help bad. it. It's right there in your I know. face. I know. I really don't know how to stop it. But you're right. It's so bad. But so I did think I thought that they're going to cast Pacey, and then later in the episode, I thought that they're going to recast Charlie for Pacey. But no, it never happened. I was really annoyed. It's like, oh, because we need someone who's all these things and not burdened with a soul. And Jen laughs and she's like, oh, I used to date him. Yeah. And and Dawson got to give a little more credit to Dawson. He's not like you'd think he'd have a problem with hiring Jen's ex-boyfriend to work on this, especially because he cheated on Jen. Sure. But it's not like jen is playing the lead role in this they're not no but it's more and like jen she has to hates be around him charlie she hates, hates him charlie yeah and jen's like you wouldn't make me do that would you and it's and then of course we flash to a scene of jen outside of charlie's dorm room uh and she's just like okay well you know what 
here's the thing you get to make out with a really hot girl and that's all charlie needs to hear to be on board with this plan yeah i don't know what charlie's a lot of work to make out with someone like you have to memorize all these lines in in a few hours to make out with a girl uh absolutely especially because they have to refilm everything it is a lot of work but maybe Uh, yeah maybe charlie is a a, is a a theater major Mm, i think it's interesting because he feels i feel like he seems like a guy who's just like getting it all the time and so i really don't understand how he's like needs this or his reputation is going around campus and he can't get Mm. anybody oh maybe you're right okay maybe you're right um Joey gets back in the dorm room and they're both kind of ranting at the same time. So Joey says, this guy is unbelievable. And Audrey says, I know he couldn't even remember her first name, not her last name, her last name. I understand, but her first name. And like, they're both talking about different people. Mm, so Audrey, so let's Joey Audrey's go. talking about. Ooh. Yeah. Audrey's talking about Pacey. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. So you, I mean, you, first of all, you have seen this coming since the beginning of the season you knew like audrey and pc were gonna be a thing um but by this point you were probably like oh yeah definitely this is happening like and soon yeah totally yeah it made a lot of sense uh i do think that the actors have the correct chemistry to make it work so sure why not no Um, i will say like my issues with this episode are not anything to do with like audrey and pacey getting together Agree. it's more like how they choose to tell that story that annoys me <laughs> um i mean so what is it that annoys you the fact that audrey i mean that audrey and pacey kiss and then she freaks out and no then... that that feels very normal that to me okay. felt like correct the correct response that audrey would have that is she feels it... super guilty about so it. then it's joey's response to it yeah it's very weird it's the whole situation is so strange to me well, like again it feels very much her own shit and she's like but it... nothing can bother me it feels so unlike Joey. And, like, I understand they're trying to, like, have her be, like, other Joey. This is college Joey. This is evolved Joey. Yeah. It feels so unlike Joey. Like, uh, not mm-hmm. at all in her character. Um, But, yeah. Uh, Yeah. She's really unbothered about it. <sighs> but we'll get to that later. So, yeah. So, then uh, Joey is complaining about Wilder. She's like, you know what? I was, I was all ready to say what I had to say. And then he, like, did a Jedi mind trick. And then I can't remember who I even am. And Audrey's just like, you're Joey Potter. <laughs> Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> um, and I, I do love, though, that Joey's just like, you know what? I'm not going to be, like, infatuated with him. And Audrey's just like, um, I can I be brutally honest? Uh, and Joey says, like, you've ever been anything but. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, and Audrey's like, no, you, you definitely are infatuated with him. Like, that's definitely a thing that's happening. Oh, absolutely. She's practically in love with him yeah and joey's just like what i used to have this like mentor we were really good friends blah 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 and i'm like were you friends were you ever like friends i feel like that is like a big word to extend to what professor wilder they were never friends they were student and teacher yeah you mentor yes mentor 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 yeah that applies um but yeah not so much no and uh so our joey's just like well i should drop his class like i don't know what to do um and joey's like what am i supposed to do like angst over him like i i don't know what to do what do you think about audrey calling joey bunny 
I think it's so funny, especially because that's a mm-hmm. nickname that I use. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Bunny. Breathe. Bunny. Bunny. Breathe. Yeah. And she asks Joey when the last time was that she felt completely and totally alive. And Joey just Never. laughs. And I'm Never. like, in a different, in, in a modern age, Audrey would be like, girl, he's your professor. Stop it. <laughs> um, But we're not in a modern age at this point. So I think that Audrey's loving the drama. Audrey does love the drama. She loves it. She loves the thought that Joey is going to do something dangerous or wrong. So I don't think that well, she wants Joey to lean into like college other Joey. Joey, other Joey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And the more that she focuses on Wilder, the less um, she would care about her being interested in Pacey. I don't know that Audrey even knows she's interested in Pacey at this moment. That's though. true. But it could be a subconscious thing. Could be. Could be. Because I think I she think... really just wants Joey to like yeah. live the college experience and like not be such a worry wart all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's only beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back at the frat house. And this is when like all the other guys went to like the athletic center and uh, and yeah, like uh, I guess Eric has like work he has to do um and jack starts saying like oh we have to like go play madden whatever whatever but they decide oh you know what let's drink um even though yeah t- madden 2002 is the wow. game they're playing amazing um, yeah this uh they have a mini fridge instead of a full fridge and there's only drinks in this mini fridge and it's mostly beer it's like why won't you have a full size fridge. Oh, I assume they had house. a full fridge too, and this was just I like so. the bev. Oh, fridge. it's just the bevs. Mm, mm-hmm. that could be I think so. so you're on. They're going to go play Madden 2002. Yeah, Thanks. your Patriots kicked my bears into a different time zone last time they met. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> wow, your Patriots just... kicked my. Where's the bears from? Chicago. Oh, you really? You know that? How'd I know, you know a decent that? amount about football, actually. Yeah, the oh, Patriots yeah. are the New England Patriots, well, and the yeah, Bears are the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay. I didn't Patriots know where the Bears fucking were suck. No, I I'm, thought they were good. I hate them because their well, coach is a cheater, and Tom Brady is a fucking asshole. Even though he's not on that team anymore. What's the coach's name again? Belichick. Belichick is what they nicknamed him. <laughs> he's the one who wears the sweatshirt with no sleeves, like a fucking Super. moron. Oh, yeah. I heard that they like really are like very regimented at the Patriots. Like he I doesn't let that. them he doesn't let them get away with shit. I believe that. Yeah. Um he's the reason that when if you do watch a football game, you see them holding their clipboards up to cover their mouths when they are giving orders over their microphones because yeah he would cheat and film people and figure out what they were saying with like Philip readers. I mean, is that cheating or is that just smart strategy? No, no that is full on cheating, Sarah. That I don't is think cheating. That's cheating. I think it that anything cheating. that you can oh, use also, against was, like, another team is he good. He was a part of deflate gate too. Uh, who? Okay. I mean, that's just weird. I mean, who's it's responsible cheating. for throwing out the balls somebody I don't remember that's somebody's job and they definitely they were the ones that deflated the balls and let it go so, so I don't think that that's somebody else's moral compass being screwed up uh yeah that's like I don't understand whatever 
we're not a sports podcast or maybe we should be because that's more interesting than this episode <laughs> is it i don't know i don't know about that um, i mean what else do you want to talk about you want to talk about charlie in this acting role doing i don't understand why they had to put jen being the one opposite him like why can't i mean i guess dawson can't look at it if he's but get sure. where's audrey pull audrey in here make her have run the lines with him well, because she's jen looks speaking with joey about so comfortable throughout this whole thing mm-hmm. and sure. she's forced to, i love you could sleep with blah 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 and i i just love charlie leans in and jen's just like a world of pain you're entering a world of pain if you get any closer to me <laughs> she's so scrappy mm-hmm um, but they end up saying, you know what? He's actually pretty decent. Um, but I'm going to have to like completely rewrite the ending. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I don't know why it made me laugh so much when Oliver said, heavens to Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> heavens to Betsy. Heavens to Betsy. Um, yeah, but they end up saying, you know what? Let's, let's get him. And so they say, yeah, um, by the way, Charlie, you have two hours to learn all of your lines. And have you seen the thickness of this script? Oh, this it script is, is a huge. Conquer. That's nearly as big as the book that I'm reading currently. And that's- he is the lead role. So you have to imagine that's a lot of it's not he's not like a an extra. Like there's I a know. lot of fucking lines he has to learn. It's a lot of expectations for Charlie for a student film that he doesn't get paid for. Yeah, all he's getting paid for is or all he's getting paid with is making out. Yeah. Which, Craft services are probably not even good. It's probably just using your bar. like your school bucks to get some chips. Uh uh, why would he sign on to this? He must have nothing better to do. I he definitely doesn't have anything better to do. Yeah. That's a hundred and ten percent accurate. Yeah. And um, it's once again it's an ego thing. Like he loves the fact that they would ask him to play like the hot lead in a role. Yeah. Um we're back at the Pratt house. We have a conversation between uh, Jack and Eric where uh, Eric is talking about like, ugh, like girls, terrible. They make you watch Notting Hill over and over again. Um, and we we've, we've watched Notting Hill and I don't know if we would watch it again. Um, I didn't like it that much. I didn't either. I remember being ex- extremely meh on it. Because it was so hyped up and we were like, uh, it's not that good. And everybody was like, you're crazy. It's the best movie ever. All of your impression of people. I mean, <laughs> I can think of two people that were like, oh my God, it's the best movie ever. You're so wrong. Here's all my pictures of me standing outside of the Notting Hill exhibit. The store, <laughs> not the exhibit. Anyway, uh, Jack really likes Notting Hill. Um, and they do this thing where they like lay back on the floor and I was like, are they about to like, are we about to have a moment? Because remember flashback yep. to earlier in the season, I was like, oh, I thought he meant this was going to be Jack's new bow was Eric. Like I thought that was going to be the storyline. Cursed. I was yeah. so, I was so devastated because I was like, oh, wonderful. Like Jack can be someone's mentor for like coming out mm-hmm. and dealing with all of that. Right? No, but we should have known because Eric from the beginning was a homophobic homophobic like fucking asshole face and he starts questioning about when jack knew he was gay and uh if he always knew and jack's being very open and vulnerable and sharing that yes you know he probably 
like always knew, but he had to just accept it himself and come to his own. And it was very insightful and all this shit. And Eric was giving him like fuck me eyes, but Jack was being he, very respectful. Yeah, like and he, keeping his distance. Like the way they frame the shot is like Jack is laying on the ground and Eric is like saying, like, you're a really amazing guy. You're the kind of guy I want to be. And he's like saying this as he's like up on his side, like mm-hmm. leaning on one of his arms. And I was thinking, like, oh, is Jack gonna turn and is he gonna kiss him? Like he's getting closer and closer to Jack. But Jack is trying, like, I don't, I feel like Jack is, like, in a very uncomfortable position. Like, I don't know if it's that, like, he doesn't like Eric like that or he just is, like, um, I, I, I don't know that Jack was getting clear enough signals to well, want to, like, do anything. You know what I mean? I think that the last thing that Jack needs is for him to even have the... It, it's exactly what happens. Like he never wants to get into the position where um, he does or initiates something that they were accusing him of or afraid of. Yeah. So I don't think that he would ever consider getting into a situation, a romantic situation with a brother because of all the prejudice yeah. and the fear. And I think that the fact that like Jack doesn't lean in like pisses Eric off because he's embarrassed up and then eric is just like embarrassed and jack is like oh like let's go play madden again or whatever yeah and eric's like oh i have work to do now i'm gonna go i think also what it is after having read that that book like i'm not i uh, you know uh, it's we're not queer we're not coming from a place of like being gay or anything like that However, in the book I just read, I thought it was very interesting and such a good point of like, um, it's very difficult when you're not straight because what if the person that you have a crush on is straight and and you're mm-hmm. and you're and you you you're second guessing whether or not you're misreading the signals, even if like in a heteronormative right. relationship it would be very obvious someone was flirting, but I feel like um you're put in this position of questioning whether or not you're just misreading because the worst thing you could possibly do is like uh, try to make a move or whatever on someone who is straight and doesn't actually have those feelings. I think that's a lot of what it is, a lot of like second guessing. And I think that's probably also part of it as well. Like Jack doesn't want to like make a move on Eric and then like, like exactly what Eric said he did. Like, you know, exactly. But Eric is now embarrassed. And so he gets up and he leaves. Um, and then, uh, and you could tell, I feel like a lot of it is like, he's like, oh my God, Jack is going to like spread everything I said around the like fraternity. But Jack you know I mean? would never because, no. I mean, that's. He's been he, there. Yeah, he's been there. Yeah. Um, Joey is, okay, this part killed me. Joey is like pacing outside of Wilder's house and we get to see his laptop and it is an old school gateway laptop with that little like cow cube yes so i was gonna say like isn't the gateway laptop the the cow one yes it's the cow one there's a little cow cube wow amazing yeah flashback to old times man um but yeah so uh wilder goes outside and uh and again he says like oh are you selling girl scout cookies and he mentions my favorites, the Samoas. Do you have any of the coconut ones with the chocolate and the caramel? Gross. I love those. Gross. What? I don't. 
I the just, best ones. No, I just don't like shredded coconut. That's oh my, my issue. God. Oh my god. I don't like it. It's I like so the tagalongs. Is that what it's called? Those are the peanut butter ones. Yeah, I like the peanut butter yeah, ones. Yeah, those are tagalongs. Yeah. Yeah, that's what um, I like. Honestly, I gotta say, um, EL Fudge makes not EL Fudge. That's the type of cookie. Whatever the one with the little elves on, is it Keebler? Yeah, Keebler. They make really good dupes for like all these cookies. So. Do they? Go treat yourself. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know have... those elves actually worked hard. Those elves are working so hard every day to bring you cookies. Mm. I didn't think so. I thought that they were kind of slackers. They what? seem like they don't really do much. They're up in their tree making yeah. us cookies all the time. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Can you imagine that quote out of context? <laughs> I think those Keebler elves just fuck around all day. What? Oh my god, they're such hard workers. No, I don't think so. What? They probably get like Toucan Sam to come in and do all their work for Toucan them. Toucan Sam makes cereal. That exactly. is not anything like cookies. Exactly. How do people make cereal? Uh, uh, like what even is it? Is it flour? Is it like... Yeah, like wheat. Hmm. This is how boring this episode is that we are talking about how cereal is made, by the way. Fruit Loops? I hate Fruit Loops. Yeah, Do you I'm like not a Fruity smell? Pebbles bitch. I'm not a Fruit Loops oh. bitch. Oh. I can't be bothered. Oh, yeah, she's a Honeygrams girl. No, no, I like the Special K vanilla and almond. is delicious. Okay. Um, I really love a Frosted Flake, but they get soggy too quickly. Oh my god! Ew. What? what kind of cereal are you eating? Uh, well, obviously, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best. Oh, that's the best one. You're right. That's yeah. the best one. But Wait, eat shrimp or sh- without shrimp? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Wait, cinnamon toast crunch are the ones that are square shaped, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Whew, we're good. We're on the same page. Um. All right. While we're at it, let's go to a quick ad break, and then we'll come back to stupid Professor Wilder and stupid Joey. We'll be right back. Okay. Oh, enough cereal talk. We're delaying the inevitable. Can't we um, just yada yada this? Like, what's going on here? What is basically, this conversation? Joey is trying to say that, you know what? Like, I want to shake your hand in a very masculine way. Great. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to walk walk away. Great. Um, she says, I don't want, I can't be a part of your class. And he says, and like, this is, uh, this is not on Joey for misinterpreting this. This is on him for even saying this, where he says, um, you know what? Uh, no great loss there. And she says, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> yeah, I would take it the same way as Joey did. Be like, okay, fine. I don't really care what, like, that's really rude. He's like, no, 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 no. I was saying that my class is not good enough for you. It's like, mm, that seems like a backtrack. Yeah, I, I don't know about this, Professor Wilder. But he's like, you've got it, the gift, the touch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you have it I don't uh, and she's just like uh, you know what now I don't want to go away and they like hold hands in the weirdest fucking way possible she does mm. the like the queen handshake you know yeah I don't know what this Fearly is called giving a hand just little fingers only yeah she's wearing gloves too I don't know if this matters brown leather gloves yeah her um, outerwear is looking good today I do like the look. The look is there. Yeah. A camel, a long camel wood 
wool coat. She has on a, a turtleneck, your fave. A boat. No, not a boat. A boat? A boot. A boot. She has on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't care. I really don't. Let's talk about Pacey and okay. Audrey. They're running lines together, and it's getting saucy. And then she starts reading the lines and no, she's- you gotta you gotta wait first you gotta go back to the part where she pumps herself up because it's so ridiculous she goes give me a minute bring it bring it bring it bring it <laughs> she's shaking it out shaking it out and she's and- wearing this like this tank top with like a rainbow on it and these like boxer shorts like it's a look it's definitely a look but she has full-on glam makeup too but she does exactly and then she's in character and she's ready to seduce him yeah and pacey's like laying backwards on the bed whose bed is audrey's bed it better be audrey's bed bed. it It is audrey's bed good because everybody's always on joey's bed and i'm although he's probably wearing uh sneakers so yeah let me see your shoes pacey yeah let me see um but yeah she says nobody wants to be alone not even you and so then they start making out and they're like, oh, I'm not going to do this. Ah, it's so wrong. And then Pacey has a boner that he hides with a pillow. Wait, really? Does that happen? Hold on. I'm yes, he does. Look at look at okay, his pillow game. Okay, let me look at the pillow game. I mean, yeah. Audrey throttles Oh, him. you're right. He covers it up. Covers up the boner. He does cover up the boner. Yeah, oh, he wow. has the hots for Audrey. Yeah. And they said, this is not right. I can't do this to Joey. Yep. Can't do this. No. Nope. Yeah. Gotta cover up the care, phone, though. Pacey would do it for to Joey. Um, yeah. I think at this point. <sighs> but, uh, yeah. So, Audrey has to live with the fact that she made out with Pacey. And she's feeling super, super guilty. Because she loves Joey. And she doesn't want anything to ruin their friendship. Yeah. And uh, and she's getting more and more upset because she's on set and she has to make out with Charlie. And she's like, he's ramming his tongue down my throat. Mm-hmm. He's looking for my diaphragm. Uh, and uh, and like, yeah, like you said, she's getting very distracted. And she's just like, <laughs> and Charlie sucks. Charlie, like, is like not very good at this either um and i love how she's just like it's it's so unprofessional and then she looks at pacey and she's like it's so intense when you're just standing there next to me you're a terrible boom operator (laughs) (laughs) yeah obviously she's too distracted by pacey and what's going on between them and she storms off and everybody just looks at pacey and is like wow what, what just happened and pacey's just like oh oh no i kind of i might have messed up yeah might have messed up uh so yeah everyone's very curious what's going on with uh dear pacey and audrey i think it's pretty obvious those two are not being subtle nope there was canoodling that occurred canoodles the canoods Um, yeah then joey decides what a great idea to go sit uncomfortably in wilder's house let's just yeah okay so once again if you're saying like i don't want to be playing in this position where they're next to each other one-on-one don't be hanging out in his house on a couch just the two of you don't put yourself in a situation that you know is going to end uh poorly or uh with canoodling or i guess is the word of the day yeah and these two are kind of just talking about uh i don't know yeah wilder's saying like listen i've never done that before i can't afford to lose my job i just don't believe it i don't believe this at all i think that he's a predator 
He's a yeah. pre- he is a predator. Yeah. And he's like giving her they're giving each other eyes and she's like I should drop your class. I should never come back. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Um yes. except then her phone vibrates. Yeah, and uh, then interrupting yeah. and it is I suppose Dawson. It, it's that, Dawson. Yeah, he's the one who yeah. calls her. And saying that Audrey has stormed off and we need your help. Need you here. Yeah. Um, and then Joey runs off, but then she comes back. Uh, we knew it was going to happen, too, because they, like, linger. And then this, like, heroic, like, triumphant music plays as she, like, returns and kisses him. And this is, like, other Joey doing this. Yeah. And it's just, like, ugh. It's ick. Yeah. Gives me the what? Ick. I mean, what else could other Joey be doing besides? Making out with random college boys. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, true. That's the, that's the thing. That's the one thing she needs to be doing. Yeah. Go make out with some randos, Joey. Rando college boy. Maybe, like, steal money from a bank. What in the world? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what else could other what Joey be doing? The bank? If she wants to do a crime. What did she, what did she do? What? Want to do a crime? No, she just wants to be, like, a little, like, fancy. Dangerous. What is it? Let loose and fancy free or something? Yeah, like, stealing money from a bank or she jewels. need to break the is law. She going, a jewel heist thief? I should oh. be a terrible, oh, oh, terrible oh, okay. thief. Hold on. What year were... Remember that big art heist in Boston? No. Okay, there was this big art heist Okay. in Boston. What year was that? It was the Gardner Museum theft. That was in 1990. Damn it. She's 10 years too late. Yeah. She could have been involved with that. (laughs) If she wanted to be dangerous. She was in the same city, but. Uh, Yeah. Just not the right time. Yeah. A Um, little too late. So, uh, so yeah, back at the, um, back at the frat house. Yeah. Polar bear is back. Poor Jack is. Sitting in the dark, moping, and yeah, Polar Bear's back. But Polar Bear was supposed to be the good guy. No, Polar Bear was the dick. Polar Bear was the one who's like, "Yeah, let's hit some honeys tonight." Oh, so then Polar Bear was always the issue. He was always there. And uh, Blossom, right? Blossom. Yeah, they're like, listen, Eric told us you tried to kiss him, and Jack's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like Jack's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, Jack's like, I can see it that you've already made your mind up about me, so I'm just gonna go get the fuck out of my room. And Polar Bear's like, that's not what we want, man. What the fuck do you want, Polar Bear? What do you want? What do you you want me to admit it? And then, like, and then what? Then do you want to kick me out? Is that what you want? Yeah, it was very weird because, like, if that was true, then Jack would be kicked out. So it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, exactly. Like, what do you want? Like, do you... Number one, poor Jack should have kept the stupid single the whole time. And then he would have never gotten himself in a situation with dumb Eric. And... I don't know. They, they, these boys, they blow. And what happened to the first guy? I forget his name, but he was the only good one. The They're one all terrible. Recruited yeah. him. I guess so. I guess they really are terrible. They really sucked us in with like pretending like it was going to be like an accepting frat. Well, this was never going to end well. I guess. Like, I don't think that this show was ever going to let the fraternity end well. No. Never in a million years. No. And I hate that this is how it's ending. It's like so stupid. It's tropey. Stupid, it's stupid dumb. Eric. Yeah. I hate um, everybody. Polar bear sucks. 
they all suck yeah yeah. Uh, so basically they're like yeah you know just admit it and Jack kicks them out and now Jack has to decide like what he wants to do and what he wants to do is leave get out of there it's a not yeah. a safe situation for no, him anymore it's not a safe living space for him nope, nope. Um, so then back on the set uh, <laughs> Dawson talks to Pacey and Pacey says hypothetically speaking I might have some insight into why your ingenue is ex- exasperated and let's say that, hypothetically speaking, I might be culpable for her exasperation. Um, and and he's like, well, I kissed her. And Dawson says, you're an idiot. <laughs> never. The first rule of the universe is never get involved with an actress. Yeah. And I'm just like, Audrey is not even an actress. Like, she's just, what? Yeah, okay, it should be first rule, don't hook up with your ex-girlfriend's roommate. Thank you. There you go. That should be the first rule of the That universe. should be the first rule. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so then Charlie comes over to offer ideas about his character, and Jen loses it on she him. She gets so scrappy, so scrappy. Yeah, it's very, very funny. Are you seriously giving me a reason to slap the silly out of you? <laughs> She's like a little chihuahua that oh. is like just trying to lunge at you over and over again and bite your face off. Yeah. And Charlie says she's got moxie. And I love Jen being like, who the fuck says moxie? <laughs> so Dawson has to kick her off set. He goes, babe, love you, but you can't babe, be here. Hey, baby. Um, get off the set, please. Just you You're need done. to leave. You're done. Yeah, Jen. She here. says, she says this, she's like, who's gonna be who's gonna, who's gonna clap? clap it? Who's gonna do the clapper? <laughs> Poor Jen. I felt so bad for her. All, All she, she wanted, wanted to do is do the clapping. Yeah, yeah. And now she can't. But Dawson's like, oh my god, thank god you're here, Joey. Um, Oliver, you need to take Charlie and find a and nod vaguely while he gives you his notes. He tells Jen to leave. Um, and, uh, he said, who's going to do the clappy thing? Um, and so then Joey is sent with Pacey to go get Audrey. Um, and Joey, this is so weird to me. I feel like Joey is terrible at reading signals, but apparently she like immediately senses that something happened between him and Audrey. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Once again, I mean, this is like the where Joey starts getting really weird and happy. And I think that it's just a reaction to being on top of the world because she kissed Wilder and she's feeling free. And she knows that something happened between Audrey and Pacey and she doesn't care. So, um, yeah and she's just like it's it's it is very weird it feels very out of body because it's not like joey joey is always in her head and she doesn't forgive easily and she is very i mean she's saying all the right things and you know it's the issue is that it just doesn't feel like joey that's what it doesn't feel like joey at all and she calls pacey an idiot and he says if one more person calls me an idiot i'm really gonna start feeling bad about myself and i'm like that's the story of pacey's life truly oh absolutely everybody Um, calls poor pacey an idiot and he's not he's not he's not and this is like so weird so joey says don't you think i'd prefer you hooking up with some amazing girl like audrey rather than some random ditz whose name you can't even remember in the morning oh like rena and so, like, Joey, it feels like 
Joey was smart enough to figure out that Audrey was talking about Pacey earlier on, which again, doesn't feel exactly correct, but whatever. Especially because she wasn't listening to Audrey. Exactly. She was too like mixed up in the wilder stuff. So Audrey is in the bathroom and she says, go away, severe flooding, out of order. <laughs> um, and uh, so Joey forces Pacey to go in the bathroom with her. And Joey says, oh, you look really great in that dress. Um, and Audrey, Audrey does feel very true to character to me, at least. Right. She says like, oh, I don't deserve to talk to you. I don't even deserve to be in the same laboratory as you. And um, Joey says, oh, because you kissed Pacey. And Audrey's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you told her. Uh, and she's just like, I intuited it, you know. Um, and uh, she says, I'm not upset. <laughs> I think she just said I intuited. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Like, yet again, this does not feel like Joey at all. I intuited. It's yeah. Like, okay. All right. Sure. sure. But Audrey's really, really upset. She's like, I'm weak. I was so weak. I shouldn't have done that. She says that our friendship is like the specialist thing oh. that I've found since I came here. Yeah. And I stepped on it. I betrayed you. I'm weak when it comes to men. Um, and Joey says, listen, it, this could be one of the smartest things you've done in a long time. She says, I love the both of you. And all I care about that you guys are happy. Uh, she says, I'm giving you my blessing. And I'm like, this just feels so fucking weird. The show just, is really treating it like Joey and PC like never dated. Not that I want her to be like yeah. angry, but I want her to like think about it for a second before she yeah. has this reaction. I guess. I just think that's because she just kissed Wilder and it's like she's kind of on the top of the world and doesn't care care because she has quote unquote hot professor and like everything in her life is going well right now in her mind yeah. so I think like that's why she doesn't react big I think that she had nothing going on and had no love prospects not that mm -hmm. he's a love prospect but you know then I think that she would care but I think like I really do think that she's like I don't know like high on love it just feels so unlike her. It, it, it just feels wrong. I don't know. I'm curious to see. We have some feedback. I'm curious to hear what other people think because it just doesn't work for me very well. Um, Jack is leaving the frat house and Eric is like standing in the doorway and Jack lingering. Says, that motherfucker yeah. is lingering. Go away, you fuck. Yeah. Uh, Jack says, you know what really happened and what didn't. And you're going to have to live with that. And you've got some serious issues to deal with. You need help. I hope you find it. And he yeah. leaves. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Jack is being so him. much nicer than he has to be. I mean, here. what's the alternative? He's going to beat Eric up and then no, everyone's going to be like, Jack's crazy. No, I'm saying like, he doesn't even have to waste his breath. You know what I mean? But I feel like Jack feels like a certain sense of like, I'm trying to help you, bro. Like, get your shit together. Like, what you did was so wrong and you're going to have to live with it. Yeah. And I'm I'm just thinking, like, he could have just left without saying anything because Eric doesn't deserve his his words or his kindness, you know? That's right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so then we're back on the movie set and it's outside. And this is like a really weird conversation between Joey and Dawson. I don't even know what is happening here. Well, she's once again, high on life and she goes up and is like, you're doing so great. Like everything is going to be fine. Like our lives are going to be wonderful. Don't you worry. Yeah. She's being so weird. And he's like saying like, listen, I don't know what to do about the ending. Like, uh, it's not a happy ending. He's going to kill her. 
And Joey's like, oh, that's a little cynical for like the Dawson I know. And I'm like, bitch, he didn't write the film. He's just directing it. So he didn't write the ending. Um, but like Dawson says, I wish I could be that kid who like would like lo- like love Spielberg. And um, like he's having trouble mustering hope. And uh, Joey said that she saw this words on a bench. Hope dies last. Do we remember that? Did that? I don't think we ever saw that. Okay, sure. Um, and she says, "I think you were you're waiting for a sign." And he says, "I've been waiting. I'm freezing my ass out out here." And I, okay, this is the part where I got very confused and lost. Joey says, "Did it ever occur to you, Dawson Leary, that maybe I'm the sign you're waiting for? It's gonna be okay for all of us." Yeah, I really, I honestly, I agree. I have no clue what's happening, but I just think once again, she's just like in her positivity mindset, and she's like. We're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. It's like, all right, Joey. It's just not like Joey. She's like too positive. It's like creeping me out. It is cr- it's re- really, really weirding me the fuck out. She's <laughs> just, just, I don't like she's it. She's a creep. And then she's like, good luck with your movie. And then she just like walks off. She just leaves. She just leaves. Uh, Jen finds Jack at a bus stop uh, with his bag and uh and so they're like okay well let's talk a little bit um and they talk about like the beginning of the year how like jack said that that stupid guy comes up and invites us to a frat party and everything else is kind of a blur and he asks did you like notting hill and she says i love that movie and you get the vibe that like they're gonna be okay the two of them are gonna be okay the one thing is Jack's a fucking smoker now? What is going on? <laughs> what is this show doing? I don't know. I guess they're just like, he's stressed. He is having issues. So he took up smoking and Jen doesn't even let him. I think it's just like literally the first cigarette that he's ever smoked. And he's just like, oh, like I, I'm I'm out this on the streets. So I have to be weird. a smoker now. I know. It's weird. I don't know what's happening in this episode. But Jen takes it away after one puff and throws it away good yeah jack we need your lungs to be healthy yeah no black lungs for you so ridiculous so Um, i guess uh jack is probably moving back to grams seems like it i feel like they're i think jack and jen are kind of like this was in a way them making up yeah um you know what should happen what the three boys should move into an apartment that's what i said i said joey and uh excuse me Pacey and Dawson should move in together. Yes, because Pacey needs an apartment. Exactly. But now I think that Jack should join in. I think that the boys should have their own apartment and it'll be like the cool hangout spot so they can stop hanging out at Grams's house. Yeah. Yeah. It uh that would make a lot more sense, but you know, we're not here to make sense. Um no. so back on the uh set we have uh, oliver admitting the ending sucks ass uh and so he grabs the script he goes over to audrey and so he says like okay we're gonna cut this we're not gonna do it forget everything you've done dawson gets some inspiration and this is exciting i really liked seeing dawson in his element and um getting inspiration and coming up with this like new on the spot thing and moving the camera so that they get the best shot possible when the snow starts 
Um, this was really wonderful. I feel like this c- validates our like opinion that Dawson shouldn't be writing the movies. He should yes. be directing them. He like he has the vision for that, especially because he's like the snow starts falling as like Audrey and Charlie are, are having their scene. And then he pulls the like you said, he pulls the cameraman back. Um, as they're like walking away when the snow so it ends happily like the two are holding hands there's no you die now i guess so i think like the moral story is that they're like just gonna be crazy together and do whatever they want yeah he says okay we're gonna fade to black here um and that was it that was the whole scene and i mean i think that is a nice ending um i like the shot that they ended up filming where like they have the them walking away and the camera kind of fades out as it's snowing it's pretty really pretty yeah yeah i think that dawson is going to be a good director just yeah. keep him away from the microsoft word no scripts for yes. him um and then we get after this whole thing we're in the parking lot and pc and audrey are walking together um and pc apologizes for what he did um and audrey's like yeah it was the method acting um and uh and pc's like you know what now that we have her permission the feeling is just like you know and she's like no you're not my type um but of course uh then they kiss because that's where we are yeah they 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 are each other's type i mean do you hate it i want to hear your opinion first what do you think do i think that i think it makes sense in terms of once again if audrey was to go out with anybody i suppose it would be pacey i don't hate it i just think that um kind of like i said in the beginning of the episode if i have to assume that pacey and joey are endgame then where do we go with audrey and joey's friendship like i'm kind of most concerned about their friendship more than anything else because mm. i like it i think that it both benefits the two of them uh, audrey herself said it's the most special thing that she's ever had since she's coming to boston and i think the same for joey so i just like it depends on how it ends like if these two are just going to have fun together then yeah like let's go fun but if they're supposed to be in a real romantic relationship then i don't know if that really works for me yeah i think um i'm with you in that i care more about audrey and joey than i do about audrey and pacey yeah um so you okay just as a question a general question you think pacey and joey are end game any other couples you want to call out as end game because like dawson and well dawson and jenner together now oh i don't i don't i don't think they're gonna i would i don't think they're gonna be end game okay i was just curious i'm just very curious to know if you think because then we have like Audrey's around, Jack is around, um, yeah, Joey's around. Yeah, I just think that like Dawson's true love is film. Okay, I think that like that's what he's gonna focus on. Mm-hmm. He's gonna focus on like re going back to Hollywood and being into filmmaking. I think that, um, I think that Jack and uh, Jen are each other's soulmates, like platonically. Uh. Like, okay. I think that they, like, platonically love each other until the end. Like, I think that they're, like, I mean, I don't know about their relationships, but I think, like, they're, like, the true, the probably the best friendship in the entire show. They're best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that 
there has to be like why else would people be so obsessed with joey and pacey if they the don't wall is never enough don't. for you sarah the wall will never be enough for you <laughs> there has to be more and there has to be more so. i'm just saying that like people have obsessed over couples for far less i i mean i'm a little bit like past the point of shipping people i guess like i mean i'm trying to think like who was like the ship for me back yeah. in the day ever I don't know yeah. I don't know if like I ever was like on like the hill of like these people need to be together ever like with any fandom hmm. I feel like you probably did but I don't know what it would be I mean I definitely was Bella and Edward more so than Bella and Taylor Lautner Taylor Lautner <laughs> uh, <Okay>. Jake <sighs> Jacob Jacob Is that his name yeah yeah I mean, um, that was a big thing back in the day. That was. That was I a mean, big no, thing. I'm like, I was always a little like meh on uh, Harry and uh, Ginny. Like, that was like, I was never that big of a fan of Hermione and Ron. What? Okay. Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, I was always a big fan of Hermione and Ron. I think that Ron's like uh, not good enough for Hermione. He's misunderstood. Okay, anyway, moving on. We don't need to talk about Harry Potter here. Um, no, I think so. As far as Audrey and Pacey are concerned, um, I, I think personality wise, chemistry wise, all of that is there for me. Um, for me, it's more of like how they got together. That's weirding me out. Why? Not, it's just like, it, it just Actually, feels that doesn't weird me out. It just felt weird. Like the, the Joey of it all is weirding me out. That has um, nothing to do with them. <laughs> Joey's I know, reaction has nothing out. to do with them. I do like though when they're when they're kissing and Pacey, like uh Joey Joe Joey Joey, not Joey, Joey. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Which talking. character? Okay. There's no Joey. Oh no, 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 no. Our listener, Joy. Oh, Joy! When she listener. sent in feedback. I don't know why my mouth smushed Joey and Joy <laughs> together. I was like, there is no character named Joy in no. this show. What are you saying? Uh, when Joy sent in feedback saying, like, when Pacey looks at a girl he likes, mm-hmm. like, he looks at her with his entire heart. And he does look at Audrey like that. Um, When he says, this like, This is not were- love. This is fun. I... Let me finish my sentence. Sorry. When he is enamored with a woman, he because he says to her, like, you were amazing out there. There's that thing that you do that you smile and the whole world lights up. And I do think that's true of Audrey. Like, she is someone who has is, like, contagiously fun. Like, Correct. you can't help but be happy around her. And the way he's looking at her when he says this feels like... Like, he's being very genuine. And so I feel like if you're with Pacey, he makes you feel so freaking loved. And that part I do enjoy. Um, enjoy. Um, so we will we will see what ends up happening with them. But we end this scene in a, or end this show episode. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. What the fuck is going on? Joey's just walking down the street. She, like, the, the, the roads aren't even being shoveled or plowed or anything. And no. she's just like, let me pick up a snowball and throw it at this sign and pretend I'm playing baseball? What the fuck? I don't understand what the direction was here. Once again, I just think that she's just on the top of the world because she kissed him. That's what I think this is. Like, I think that she's going around town, (sighs) spreading her joy. She's on top of the world. She's having fun. And she's like, my life is good. I kissed this 
professor they probably shouldn't have also and she like skips down the block I the think way that that's what it is it's walking is really weirding me out too <laughs> she's walking like she's uh, waving her arms around like a lunatic like just like <laughs> whoa she's like clomping with her arms like swinging <laughs> i don't know it's weird yeah. and also i don't understand how this episode is a tbc a i don't continued. know why are we to be continuing what is there to do we continue uh just find out we? why joey is acting like she is i don't know it's it's so weird Got it the makes no sense uh, yeah. that that was our that was our episode. I don't even know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, All okay, the only thing is that somebody that happy, the only way to go is down. She fair. I think it's gonna go crashing down. Okay. Well, and then we can get grumpy pessimistic Joey again. Uh, and I then... would love the return of grumpy pessimistic Joey. And then everything or will wild be normal. and out, Joey. Like the Joey that kisses random strangers. Like, please yeah, bring her back. Sings karaoke, please. stuff like that. Yeah, I think that would be great. Um, but in the meantime, would you like to hear uh, some voicemails? Of course, we did hear from Temi. So let's see what he has to say about this episode. Buongiorno, Godona. Io sono un uomo. How do you like Joey as a diplomat? Uh, she comes to set and gives her blessing to Audrey and Pacey. And then she reminds Dawson about his penchant for being optimistic. I think you've said that Dawson and Joey often say what the other wants to hear, which is a bad part of their relationship. But I was thinking about that, and maybe it's because they know each other so well that sometimes they rely on that knowledge too much and maybe they guess what the other person wants to hear. But I think it works here because sometimes you do need to be reminded of who you are or what you need to do in a situation. So I'm sure it was Dawson who called Joey out of there, out of Joey and uh, Professor Wilder's um, rendezvous at their, at his house. I was thinking, why does she know where he lives? But it's because she was at a party before at his house. So I was like, okay, she's not um, doing anything too untoward there. But uh, do you think every Dawson has a Joey and every Joey has a Dawson? <laughs> and I think Pacey's super charming in this episode. Um, Dawson can never talk to woman like uh, Pacey talks to Audrey. So that's the difference between them. I like when he talks in these episodes and the semi-chuckling every couple of sentences. It's really, again, charming. The show feels more soap operatic um, this season, um, but whenever those moments happen, I think that feeling is undercut immediately with comedy. So I think they're doing a good job of mixing in soap opera elements with with uh, comedy. And that snowball pitch by Joey um, was in commercials for TBS indication. And back in the day, there was four hours of uh, Dawson's Creek on TBS when the show first ended. Thanks. Why would they choose that scene to put on TBS? They're like, <laughs> so weird. Look at Joey being so happy and positive and throwing a snowball. We got to oh put this gosh. out and show it and make sure everybody enjoys it just like us. Ridiculous. Obviously, um, we didn't like Joey in this episode. She was weird and creepy and too happy and out, gave man. us the heebie-jeebies. So I do like the point that Temi makes of like, though, because Joey and Dawson know each other so well and have known each other for so long, sometimes you do need someone to remind you like who you actually are, you know? Mm -hmm. Not that that can't change. You can change. But like at his heart, Dawson still is like a romantic, right? 
Um, so kind of reminding him of that was was a nice moment. Yeah. 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 Uh, sure. They are Dawson and Joey. Does every Dawson have a Joey? Well, this was a quote from an earlier season. No, I know. But is that true? Does every Dawson have a Joey? Uh, no. Does every Joey? No. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think everybody has that. No. Um, there's some lonely people in the world. Oh, no. Jessica. That's <laughs> true. Jessica. It's true. You are um, starting to sound like pessimistic Joey. Well, someone has to be pessimistic, Joey, because I don't new like Joey this energy from out. you. Um, let's listen to a voicemail we got from DBK. I'm very curious to hear his thoughts on this episode. What up, though, ladies? Okay, let's get into this because this episode was kind of mad for me. So let's talk about this whole Pacey and Audrey thing and Joey being fine with it. Like, this is the load, of, the biggest load of, like, bullshit the show's ever tried to feed <laughs> us, that Joey wouldn't care about this. Like, in what world? Joey, who butts her nose into everything and never wants anyone to, like, know her business, doesn't care about supposedly Pacey, who's, like, her soulmate or love of her life or, like, the one she's supposed to be with. She doesn't care that he's going to hook up with, like, her best friend basically that mm-hmm. joey's ever had other than dawson she doesn't care about this sure and i'm like what is pacey doing like uh, like so pacey doesn't care about joey either that like he's just gonna like hook up with her best friend and not think a big deal about it and like i like audrey and pacey together they slide in right under andy and pacey for me but this is still a trash move like it it makes no sense and also once sarah said that like pacey would never like cheat or whatever he's like not a cheater i'm like i don't think pacey's above it like this just kind of like shows that pacey's like he'll do anything anyways till next week ladies peace so we never really talked about this episode being um a lot about like like how audrey would feel but I mean, what about Pacey? Like, Pacey is... Yeah. Why is Pacey comfortable with uh, hooking up with Audrey when Joey is a factor? You know? Like, it's... That's where I, mean, I think the show makes a mistake. I, I don't think it makes that, sense. Like, yeah, like, it's kind of like, oh, like, Pacey's just, like, following his sexual preferences i don't think it i don't think they're the show is making a ton of sense i feel like this whole season is like oh pacey and joey never happened it feels like Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't feel like pacey like i disagree with dbk in terms of like the cheating thing like this isn't this isn't cheating he's not with joey he's not with anybody um he does this and he can do anything that's what dbk was saying but i guess but like it's a mistake. They admit it's a mistake. Um, but I think the real they're doing a disservice to Pacey by like making it seem like Audrey's the only one who cares that they made the mistake. Um, whereas I think realistically, this would haunt Pacey, I think. I don't think the show is doing a great job of like keeping true to Pacey's character and what we've been like consistent with his character so far. It, it feels like he yeah. would be bothered. You would think that Pacey would feel a little bit of guilt 
um, surrounding Joey and how she was feeling, but it seems as though he's very doesn't really like because at least Audrey knows why Joey's so distracted. But like, does Pacey know that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would think that Pacey would be like, "Are you okay with this? Like, really? I don't know." Yeah. It, it feels uh, strange. Although I do agree with DBK. Like, Joey would definitely not be, like, super cool about this. It doesn't no. make a ton of sense. No, no. But um, I think that yeah. they have this narrative that they want to create this show. And they're going to get there any way that they can. Yeah. Um, we also have an email from Joy. Um, she says, sometimes the show frustrates, frustrates me to no end. Uh, Jen being absolutely done with Charlie every time she's around him is really the only good part. Um, uh, but Joey chasing Wilder is shit. Eric being horrific to Jack and the frat believing his lies, shit. And then mm-hmm. there's PC. Joey says she's of two minds here. One, it's like the writers of season five and to a degree season four as well forgot all about season two and three PC and just regressed him back to season one PC. True. Uh, number two, he had a one night stand. Who cares? How does that make him comparable? Um, to the ga- gauge character who's gauge. Uh, I don't know. Uh, because that's what it seems like the show is trying to show. He couldn't remember Rena's name in the morning and he kissed Joey's roommate. He's fucking awful. Forget the fact that he was making Rena an omelet after a one night stand. Now, personally, I've never had a one night stand, but I don't think that's the norm. Uh, but that's just not his character. PC quote unquote. I remember everything. Witter wouldn't forget her name. Unless maybe he was drunk. And if that's the case, that's a whole different issue since it's canon that Pacey only gets drunk when he's feeling very upset. And Audrey, God lover, literally jumped on top of him to method act her lines. So was it not a mutual thing? Side note, Joshua Jackson's pillow acting might be on par with Busy Phillips' blanket acting. Yeah. (laughs) That's so true. Um, uh, And then you have Joey, cool as a cucumber potter. She was so hurt by Dawson and Jen. But has absolutely no problem with pacing me with Audrey. Just another segment in the Pacey Joey erasure that is season five. I like that she didn't react as horrendously as Dawson did at the end of season three, though. I think both Joey and Pacey have that in the back of their minds regarding any future relationships the two may have. And they have both made the decision to never go full Dawson, which is healthy and lovely. But to have no reaction at all, there's no way. Uh, Totally agree with this. I like that she's pointing out joey's reaction to dawson and jen because i do feel like yeah there should be some reaction like even if it's not at the level of the dawson level exactly Mm. nobody Um, will go full dawson how no i mean i love that i love that reaction of full full dawson as a a phrase is very funny yeah um and she does say uh i don't really like pacey and audrey together i like them better as friends i think audrey and dawson could have been a fantastic pairing that's very interesting uh, but of course, Joey can only hate Jen for encroaching on the sacred Dawson territory. If he and Audrey got together, they'd have to stop being friends, wouldn't they? But because Pacey means nothing, or at least way less than Dawson, he's fair game. Sorry if I sound bitter. It just irritates me. The show has always had the potential to be so good. It's just sad when it's not. Mm, yeah, um, absolutely. I love this. Thank you for this feedback, Joy. I think this makes a ton of sense. Do you think that for Joey, Dawson is like some person on a pedestal and nobody can touch him yes yeah because that was her first love and their her childhood friend but pc for her is just somebody that she went out with yeah and i think the show is just doing a complete disservice to this that like 
I don't like how they do that. I, I don't like how they're making it so that Dawson is untouchable, but it doesn't matter what happens to Pacey. Joey doesn't care because that does not yeah. feel true to Joey at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's the feedback we got this week. If you want to send in feedback, shit90spod.com. You could send in uh, audio, like voicemail if you want, or you could always email us shit90spod yeah. at gmail.com. I wonder if we're going to have one more attempt at a Dawson Joey relationship mm-hmm. by the end of the series. I'm sure. See, there's still a season and a half, right? I mean, we're 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 over halfway through this. Season, yeah, because they yeah. never really took off. No, it didn't. It it it. His dad died, and then that was it. Like, yeah. But I mean, it, they had like a month of dating, right? And then like whatever, whatever, it all ended, and yeah. then they go to date again. But then his dad dies, and then that's it. Mm. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but, uh, that's all we have for this episode. Uh, Sarah, do you want to know what the next episode is, uh, titled? Sure. Downtown Crossing. Downtown Crossing. They go downtown. Downtown. Downtown Boston. (laughs) I don't know what's downtown in Boston. Uh, They have very good cannolis in Little Italy. Okay. Maybe they're getting cannolis. Yeah. I don't know if that's downtown though. Uh, I truly do not know um but that's our that's our next episode um phenomenal amazing hopefully it's better than this episode this episode kind of stunk um but you know what see us next week we're gonna have more fun at shit 90s pod and Mm -hmm. uh i think like more stuff's coming out we're gonna do thelma and louise this month that should be fun so excited about that keep keep following you know we can get you through the january blues don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Be happy, just like Joey. Um, don't find me just- at Sarah Ferguson. Uh, that's about it. Like for me, I don't really have a lot going on. Just doing my TikToking and my reading. Yeah, I'm at the Jeff Sterling. Same stuff. Uh, Mythic Quest is finishing up. National Treasure, Edge of History is still happening. Soon, I'll be podcasting about The Last of Us on Post Show Recaps. There's going to be so much coverage over there. So if that's a show you're interested in, go check it out. Uh, I'm going to be on one of the many podcasts about The Last of Us. Uh, Zed and I, Brooklyn Zed, are going to be playing the video game for the first time um, uh, alongside the show. So um, go. Sarah's making a grimace. What's what's the matter with your face? You don't like The Last just, of Us? Just like, why? What do you mean, why? It's going to be like the biggest show of the year, Sarah, despite the fact that you don't tend to like popular TV. What? Uh, why is this the most popular show of the this year? This game is... First of all, the game is massive. Um, it like has a sequel. It is like a massive, massive game that people love the story of, and the people on the show. Like this show is gonna be huge. Who's on the show? Um, let me get the actual name so I don't fuck it up. Hold on. Uh, so Pedro Pascal, number one. Um, he is from The Mandalorian, which you haven't watched. He is from Game of Thrones, which you haven't watched. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bella Ramsey plays a character. She is also from Game of Thrones, which you haven't watched. Um, very, very famous people. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's coming out on HBO. It is the HBO Sunday night show uh, in just a couple weeks. So Sarah does not care. Does it's nothing be huge. for me. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic drama. I mean, everyone Ew. is doing this at this point. I know. You hate it. It's fine. <laughs> you don't sounds terrible. It's going to be great. It's going to be dramatic. It's going to be heart-wrenching. It's going to be terrifying. It's going to be wonderful. 
Ew. Um, do I have but- anything else going on? That's pretty much about it. Community building is still happening. We're going into season five over on Pusher Recaps. Uh, check out all of that. You can find me at the Just Sterling. I think I already said that. That's probably all we have. At Shadani's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to find us there, send in your feedback. We love hearing from all of you lovely people. Um, that's it, Sarah, right? I covered all the basics. I'm tired. Indeed, you did. You're tired? January is tiring. You gonna take a nap? Uh, probably not. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. Shows taught me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.